one of the things that we find in the seerah or in the sunnah of the Prophet is that he says that Rasulullah has made it very clear in the hadith that you and I, we all have been created with the love of this dunya. We all love to have more and more. And no matter how much we have today, we feel like we don't have enough and we always try to acquire more and more. If I have one business, I want two. If I have one store, I want two. If I have three, I want four. This is how the world that we live in. And this is the nature that Allah has created us with. And no matter how much we have, we always are going to feel like I don't have enough and I'm poor. I'm poor compared to others. And we look at others who have more than us. And we compare ourselves to them and we say that I am poor. I'm not rich. Rather than looking at people who don't have, we compare ourselves to others. Rasulullah wasallam. one time he asked Abu Dhar radiallahu an. That Abu Dhar, what do you think about a person who has so much of this dunya? Would you call that person rich? And he says, yes indeed, O, o Rasulullah Ya Rasulullah. And then he says that what would you say about a person who doesn't have anything of this dunya? And he has very less of this dunya. Would you say that he is poor? And he, Abu Dhar radiallahu anhu, he says, indeed, Ya Rasulullah Wasallam." Now this not happened one time. In the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned this three times. Basically, he asked Abu Dhar the same question three times to make sure that Abu Dhar, he understands what he's saying because what the Prophet ﷺ is about to deliver and what he's about to share with Abu Dhar, he can keep that in mind. And then he says, Abu Dhar, this is the wrong definition. This is the wrong way to look at richness and this is the, long, or the wrong way to look at poverty. Then Rasulullah he says, Al-ghina fil-qalb, wal-faqr fil-qalb. He says that it's not about how much you have in your hand, it's not about how much you have in your bank balances, it's not how many properties and assets you have, but richness in poverty comes down to the heart. If a person, then the Prophet says, a person who has ghina, a person who has riches in the heart, no matter what this situation of the world is, they're always going to be content. When COVID first hit, wallahi, you will see the situation and the affairs of everyone. Oh my God, we're going to lose our jobs. We're going to lose our homes. We're not going to have anything to eat. There was panic. Wallahi, there was sheer panic in the air. People's, people's jobs were slashed. People's paychecks were slashed. And there was pandemonium in the air. And at that time, you have some certain people that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them ghina in their qalb, if Allah put richness in their heart, they knew that no matter what the situation is, Allah will take care of me. Allah is my sole provider and Allah will look after me. If Allah has looked after me so far, then why is it that Allah will not look after me uh, after this? They knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will look after their affairs. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to Abu Dhar radiallahu an that a person who has poverty in their heart, a person who has poverty in their heart, no matter how much they have of his dunya, they're going to feel like they have nothing. And subhanAllah, we see the same situation that people who have so much, I mean, think about it. If Allah is the one who has provided me till today, 
What guarantee, is there anything that I know or Allah has sent to me a message that I will not take care of you going forward? We have to always keep in mind that when it comes to richness and when it comes to poverty, brothers and sisters, it's not about how much we have, it comes down to the heart. And this is why Rasulullah wasallam, in order to earn this richness in the heart, Rasulullah wasallam, he mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, meaning that this is a hadith Qudsi, Meaning that this is Allah saying something through the tongue of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That he says that, oh, oh my slaves, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressing us. Oh my slaves, tafarragh, that take time out of your busy schedule. The word tafarragh means that make yourself free for some time. It doesn't have to be the entire time. You have 24 hours, you have so many you know, you have so many responsibilities, but take time out of that busy schedule. Take time out of your busy schedule and dedicate that time for my ibadah. Allah is saying that take out time for my ibadah. And what will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give in return? He says, I will fill your chest. I will fill your heart with ghina. I will make sure that you feel internally rich. And I will stop and I will prevent poverty from getting to you. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying so that we have absolutely no doubts that here he could have said this through the words of the Prophet The Prophet could have told us this but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to understand that how important it is for us to take out time that when we keep on running after this dunya and then and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the next part of this hadith Qudsi wa illa taf'al and if you do not do this meaning what do we what do we don't do if we don't take out time from our busy schedules and give it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the standard that we have to do the bare minimum that we have to do if I'm not willing to take out time out of my busy schedule for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that I will fill your heart with poverty. I will first of all, I will make you more busy and I will fill your heart with poverty and you will keep on remaining busy. This is how it is. That you feel like, that, let me make myself more busy. Perhaps I can overturn the poverty and I can change that poverty into richness but not realizing that if we don't take our time for ibadah Allah will keep us occupied and he will keep us occupied in such an extent that then we will not have time for his ibadah and I may be thinking that I will overturn this poverty into richness but Allah will keep us in a state of poverty why because deep down in the heart I'm never gonna be satisfied I'm never gonna have that contentment so this is why we have to it's not about how much we have it comes down to the heart if we have richness in the heart then we are going to be satisfied now the question is that what is a sign of richness in the heart what does it mean to be rich in the heart you know subhanallah there are people who do certain things besides ibadah first of all is that a person who is connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they have such a connection and such a love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that there is the, they cannot even really describe what that love is 
but they have such a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they cannot explain to others, but they enjoy that connection. They love that conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They don't converse with Allah only once a day. They converse with Allah five times a day. And they know that they have this connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I can raise my hands and I can ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give me. Not only that, but then when we do other things that brings us happiness in the heart. When I go and I give food to those who don't have food and they have a smile on their face and they say thank you or they say Jazakumullah khair. Wallahi, that brings you such happiness in the heart that a person who has so much of this dunya and you may not have so much of this dunya but there is such internal happiness in your heart that there is no money that can buy that happiness because you know that there is something that I have done well when you go and you help someone else out when you go and you do something that is good when you go and you have performed for example Allah has given you tawfiq to go perform Umrah and you perform Umrah and you come back and you feel that happiness that out of the entire dunya Allah chose me and so many others to go and perform Umrah you know how many people have so much money and they can go for Umrah anytime. They can go for Hajj anytime. Yet they have not gone for Umrah for so many years. They have been deprived from going and visiting the, the city of Rasulullah wasallam. They have been deprived from going and, and seeing the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when a person has been given tawfiq by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you see these beautiful things, then you feel that richness in the heart that Allah gave me something that Allah did not give others. That is that richness that the, the, the sunnah is talking about. So this is why, brothers and sisters, it's not about how much we have. It comes down to the heart. If the heart is rich, then wallahi, you are indeed rich. If you feel that satisfaction and that heart is connected to Allah, then you are internally rich. And that is the true richness of this dunya. And a person and a heart that is deprived from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wallahi, you may have so much, or a person may have so much, but then that means that a person is truly deprived and that person is a true poor person. Now, one thing that we have to also understand in this, it does not mean... It does not mean that a person who has a lot either, because if the Prophet is saying that you might be, you might, you may not have a lot of this dunya, but your heart is rich. It does not necessarily mean that a person who has a lot also. It doesn't mean that they are disconnected from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We have this wrong notion, many of us at times, that when we see a person who, that Allah has given them so much of this dunya, we feel like that they are far from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. No, that's not the case. See. The Prophet ﷺ, he didn't have anything. On the other hand, you had Sahaba who had so much. Abdurrahman bin Awf he had so much. Uh, Uthman ibn Affan, he had so much. The point is this, is that if we take out time for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake, making sure that whatever responsibilities that I have to do from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I take out time for that, that is what matters most. There is nothing wrong in becoming rich. If a person says, I want to become a millionaire, become a millionaire. If a person says, I want to become a billionaire, become a billionaire, no problem inshallah. But at the same time, we see the world, the world that we live in today, the current world, the current world that we live in today, you see that many people for the sake of money, 
for the sake of richness, in the name of richness, they're willing to give up whatever they can of their deen. They're willing to cheat others. They're willing to, to uh, deprive themselves from the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that from a bank balance perspective, I am rich. But that's not what richness is. And that is not what poverty is. If we, what we think is poverty and what we think is richness is not. So this is why we keep this in mind, inshallah. And we always take our time for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever, whatever our responsibilities are by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we make sure we take our time for that. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us truly rich on the inside. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a clear understanding of the heart. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connect our heart to Him. Azza wa Jal Amin Rabbil Alameen. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum. إن المسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والقانتين والقانتات والصادقين والصادقات والصابرين والصابرات والخاشعين والخاشعات والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما